Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 125. Can you believe it? Episode 125 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on the Path um, for what is now 125 episodes. That's, there we go, man. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, but today we're going to uh, discuss the end of Revelation chapter 18. Uh, we were just talking just before we got on that. Um, we're thankful that we're to the end of chapter 18 just because it's been heavy talking about the fall of Babylon over the last few weeks. But um, Derek, summarize this for us, these last few verses of chapter 18, and then um, what are some handles we can hold on to this week? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've, we've talked about in 18 particularly, it's quite quite a few songs, if mm-hmm. you will, poetry, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you spoke on the first, um, you know, um, your message was entitled Voices from Heaven. Yeah. And, um, you know, we looked at last week um, this three-act, you know, uh, opera, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, a requiem of um, mourning that the world mourned over Babylon's right. uh, passing. Uh, and then in the final portion, we see an angel's song. Um, mm. And in that song, we um, we see three things uh, about the darkness that permeated Babylon while she was still alive and the mm. reason for her judgment and for judgment being enacted upon her. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of get this, in a way, you kind of get this glimpse behind the scenes of what God was doing and the reason God enacted his judgment upon you know Babylon right uh, the angel tells us that you know here's what's happening here's you know here's all this stuff going on and here's why it happens right and that's uh, where we got to um, um, in chapter 18 and, and beginning or it's like chapter verse 23 all this will happen because your merchants were the nobility of the earth because all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. In her was found the blood and prophets and saints and of all those slaughtered on the earth. Mm-hmm. And so what you see is that that um, that uh, darkness is indicative of the world and its system. Yeah. Uh, Satan is uh, codified as dark, um, the kingdom of darkness we see mm-hmm. throughout Scripture. And, uh, and you see that idea. Now, you see it juxtaposed with light and Christ being the light, uh, you know, being the light, us being the light of his word mm-hmm. or uh, the light of the world, uh, the light of his word being the thing that, that guides us on our path and those right. kind of things. And so we kind of looked at that briefly, you know, this this idea of of um, of this song uh, about and it's usually it's utilizing Old Testament scriptures Jeremiah 51 uh, Isaiah 24 uh, it's looking at the fall of, of an actual uh, prophecies against the fall of, a, of an actual um, regime an actual system of Tyre at mm-hmm. the time uh, another looking at the actual fall of actual Babylon uh, in the Old Testament mm-hmm. scriptures and the prophecies thereof and then this song is recalling those. Yeah. It's recalling those ideas. For spiritual Babylon or the world system that, in which we live that, will, yeah. that, will, that has died and this is the reason it has yeah. died. Which is, that's a, like a, 
um, a literary device that we've seen several times in this chapter of these songs going, you guys know that story Mm -hmm, from the mm -hmm, Old Testament mm -hmm. that the prophets taught about? The same kind of thing is happening here, mm-hmm. but in with with a spiritual Babylon, and it's just a, it's a really helpful word picture for yeah. for us to have in our minds of, this actual city fell, and a very similar mm-hmm. thing is happening spiritually. Yeah. Well, I, I think as an aside, this is not a summary of the message, but but as an aside here, this is why you need to know your Old Testament. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, I've had some questions lately about you know, hey, how does the God of the Old Testament jive with the God of the New Testament. Well, just read Revelation. Revelation links it all together. Yeah, paints a picture and helps you to see how the two are all. They're really, they're yeah, really. It's not a false dichotomy. Set, yeah, it's a yeah. false dichotomy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but if you need to understand how mm-hmm. those fit together, the Book of Revelation helps you do it. Yeah, because Book of Book of Revelation is is recalling uh, Genesis. Exodus, mm-hmm. recalling Daniel's and the prophets uh, Isaiah and Ezekiel, and Jeremiah. And Jeremiah yeah. is recalling all these things that have happened, and show how those things are just really happening again. Yeah, and that's that was key to me in studying through the Book of Revelation for this series, is that you see, oh, these are not new things. Right, these are old things rehashed. The world. In his way, in the way of the world, and the way of Satan, is the very same from the very beginning. Yeah, he's he is trying to convince us that our way is better, and that we don't need God. Mm-hmm. We don't need God in His ways. Part of that's because the enemy is jealous. He wants people worshiping Him. He wants people mm-hmm. following Him. He wants to be the new Trinity, and that's why he created this false or this mimic Trinity of yeah. the dragon and the two beasts. Um, that's him in a failed attempt trying to say, hey, I'm just as powerful as uh, God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's just not true. Right. Um, and he uses that, and you see that darkness, if you will, that permeates from the source of Satan, really. Sources, the, Satan's kind of the source of darkness. Permeating from him are the three things that we see that led to the fall of Babylon. Yeah. For one... Darkness leads to pride. It's the same old lie from mm-hmm. the, from the enemy from day one. Right. When he said to Adam and Eve, to Eve specifically, Adam was there with her, but specifically to Eve, God didn't say that, did he? Yeah. God didn't say you can't eat it or touch it or whatever you just said. And if he did, he just don't want you to become like him. Yeah. He wants you to be. He doesn't want you to be as powerful as you can be. Mm-hmm. And so it's this this little seed. This sin, this little seed of, of pride that has infiltrated the heart of mankind. Yeah. And in that moment, it's just like this, just, you know, uh, uh, permeating poison that has gone in, in, in and through the hearts of, of mankind uh, from the very beginning. Yeah. It's, the, it's the seed that led Cain to be prideful. In his offering, mm-hmm. and his response led to death. It's the seed that led Samson to do what Samson. It's the mm-hmm. it's the seed that just permeated the Israelites and permeated all these people. Permeated King Saul, and I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, and it's like, soon as you tap into that or open it up or whatever, it just consumes you. And that's yeah. kind of the picture you see that darkness consumed these merchants of Tyre originally. 
that eventually are now represented in the merchants of of um, of Babylon and yeah. the ability that they received because they uh, were dealing, uh, you know, uh, in ways that were not uh, were not um, that weren't above board. I mean, you know, they. Uh, shifty dealings or what you know whatever yeah. that led to this rise in their political uh, prowess their no, no noble nobility prowess you know um, you know this idea of rising to that thing and seeing themselves as as ultimate and seeing themselves and not in need of a god or anything yeah. and that's what darkness does darkness leads to pride and so when pride is in our hearts, we've got to kill it. Mm-hmm. We've got to address it. We've got to pray the Lord remove it from us. We have to, uh, we have to help ourselves become more and more humble because humility is what characterized or is characterized by light. Mm-hmm. Darkness is pride. Light breeds and gives uh, us to be more humil- uh, um, humble yeah. and and uh, lowly uh, in who we are. And that, that was you know seen in Jesus. Um, Philippians 2 reminds us of that, that he humbled himself even to the death of the cross. Yeah. He emptied himself, that passage says, of every rightful nobility he had. Yeah. Or he, it was, nobility was his rightfully, and he was willing, uh, willing to give that away, mm-hmm. give that up. Um, and so humility is is light, and that's what we need to be is humble. Yeah, which you know, easier said than done, right? Sure. Yeah, but it is it is definitely the example that we're supposed to follow, mm-hmm. and and I think that the one of the things that I thought about as you were explaining that is how you know people will say um, today like oh it's you know things are as worse as they've ever been. Mm-hmm. It's like well, not really. I mean it's it's always been the worst it's ever been since day mm-hmm. one um, because. Uh, the the same lie that Satan told Eve is the same lie that he whispers to us today. Yeah. And um, and so it's it's hard to sometimes I think it's hard because we we are so visual and it's like this is what's right in front of our eyes, but mm-hmm. there's this there's this bigger picture that we're missing for what's right in front of our face and um, in that uh, this I mean I don't want to overstate it, but this cosmic battle that mm-hmm. we are a part of is is not something that we should take lightly mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's something that that we have uh an example in jesus of how we're supposed to live that out mm-hmm. yeah well yeah i don't think that's stating it lightly mm, yeah. cosmic battle i mean that's what ephesians uh, sure. tells us yeah ephesians 5 uh, and 6 tells us that there's a war there's principalities and powers of the air at, yeah. at play here right um so no, I, I think we understate it a lot of times mm-hmm. what we're a part of, and that has been going on for a long time, especially since Jesus came onto the scene and yeah. said, "Hey, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand." Um, that's when the the way of this world started squirming in its boots. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, and and really a lot of this that we've seen in Revelation began to unlock. Um, you know these prophecies being fulfilled were fulfilled in Christ, right? You know? Yeah, uh, not just His return, which they will be ultimately fulfilled in that, but um, fulfilled in the fact that He came. Yeah, I'm reminded of Revelation twelve and the picture of 
of the woman and the fleeing and, mm-hmm. and all the, and the son and all this stuff. And, you know, that's speaking of Jesus when he came for the first first time. Right. So it's yeah, it's it's not. I don't think you're overstating that at all. A cosmic battle is absolutely what we're part of, and um, that's been happening all. I agree with you. You know, yeah, it's there's a lot of darkness around us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the same old darkness. Yeah, has been the here same all darkness along. has been around since the beginning. It might be a little more dark, you know, but it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have been blessed to live in the United States in a Western world that, and we still are blessed yeah. that affords us freedoms, and it's not as dark maybe here right. as it is other places, uh, if you look at it that way. Yeah. Second thing we saw in this passage that the angel kind of mentions uh, that was the cause of Babylon's fall is darkness deceives, you know, and and um, man, that's that is, the Bible calls um, this it calls Satan a, a, a deceiver, mm-hmm. calls him a, an accuser, uh, the father of lies. He is mm-hmm. bent bent on um, on trying to trap people, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Peter was very clear you know, when he said, "Be sober-minded. Yeah. Your devil is prowling around. The devil's prowling around, and he's trying to devour you." Yeah. Um, so that that's huge, and he devours through lies and through uh, falsehoods. Yeah, right. the father of lies, absolutely. Um, but light enlightens. Uh, Jesus came to bring the light, and he allows us to be the light of the world as well yeah. um, and tells us that in, in the Sermon on the Mount that, that the church is the light of the world yeah I appreciate what you said yesterday that um, you know that that's this is all the more reason for us to study the word mm-hmm. because that that God's word is where we find that truth and that's mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. the blinders are taken off of our eyes to see past the darkness that's right in front of us and yeah. see the truth of um, of what scripture tells us that Yes, we have an actual enemy. Yes, he is warring against us. But as we've learned in the book of Revelation, he is ultimately defeated. Mm -hmm. And um, the certainty of that future event is why we can say it in present tense Mm -hmm. that he is defeated. Um, And and I think that's that's easy to lose sight of Mm -hmm. because things can seem so bad in front of our face. Well, it's like Peter on the raging waters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he was looking at Jesus, all the rest didn't matter. As soon as he took his eyes off and of, focused on that, that's all he could see. Right. It's the same, the same thing we do. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we need blinders on. You know, we're we're like horses that need they train to go in one. You know, to mow yeah. you know, or to um, um, you know till the ground or whatever. You know, whatever yeah. it is, they put blinders on their eyes so they can't see anything that's distracting yeah, them. Focus they go on exactly they're... what they're supposed to do. Well, we need that. We need the Jesus blinders. Yeah. You know, quit looking at the darkness around us. Face Jesus, and when we do, it's bright. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, glorious. You know, the things and, of earth will grow strangely yes, dim in right. the light We've of His glory and grace. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the idea, is that when we look to Him, uh, the stuff around us it just doesn't seem as concerning. Right. Um, because we know that it's defeated in Him. He's con- He He has conquered and we will conquer in him yeah. those things and that's what Revelation really teaches those seven churches is Absolutely. how they can conquer 
Yeah. Uh, so that's huge, uh, super huge. Yeah, and the, the way we do that is through his word. Jesus prayed in, in John 17, 17. Uh, he prayed that we, so it's, it's not just the apostles, but us by proxy, mm-hmm. that we would be sanctified in his in truth, mm-hmm. that we would be sanctified by his truth. And then he said very clearly, your word, oh God, is truth. Yeah. Your word is truth. Right. Well, that's how we fight the darkness. That's how we mm-hmm. focus on Jesus. The, the Bible are, is our spiritual blinders to say, this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Jesus. I'm mm-hmm. looking at Jesus. I'm looking at Jesus. I'm looking at Jesus. That's why when we began this series, I was, we were determined. We were determined to not look at this with preconceived notions. Yeah. Oh, well, this thing over here is, is and, and try to come up with, uh, you know, it's talking about this and that or whatever, and, it, you know, and try to, like, be, you know, uh, Da Vinci Code or whatever to figure yeah. out what the, Bible, right. you know, the secret code of Revelation was. No, let's just read it. And let's look at Jesus here. Yeah. And when we look at Jesus, we see, oh, man, this is great. Yeah. It gives us courage. Like what it was originally intended to do. Yeah, for those churches. The churches who received it initially. It was inject courage in their hearts. The last thing we saw was that darkness sheds blood, and it speaks the last verse there. It says, In her, Babylon, was found the blood of the prophets and saints and all those slaughtered on the earth. Mm -hmm. What you see is that Babylon and darkness and Satan, they're out for blood. Yeah. They're out for blood. And I love that we celebrated the Lord's Supper yesterday and, and communed with our Lord in his death and uh, and resurrection. Yeah. Because we reminded ourselves, hey, Jesus, Jesus was, his blood was spilled so that we could be covered. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, um, he took on the enemy so we wouldn't have to. Right. I love that. I yeah. Love that. Yeah, it was a beautiful picture of that, that truth, that, that last point that, Darkness sheds blood and light brings life because, you know, when when Jesus died on the cross, you know, I mean, I'm sure that there was a, a shout of victory from the enemy. That oh, yeah. We finally did it. We've mm-hmm. shed his blood. He's and, and not realizing the truth that that shed blood was what would bring life to mm-hmm. us in yeah. the re- through the power of the resurrection. And um, and so it's just a great reminder. Um, I, I love celebrating communion um, and because I think that. Um, we we have this we have this special connection with Jesus in that moment of your Jesus you're you're our Savior mm-hmm. who willingly shed your blood for us mm-hmm. so that we wouldn't have to mm-hmm. and we now get to shine that light of truth mm-hmm. and bring life to the world around us yeah. um, because of what He's done in us and through us and um, and it's and it's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's why at the end of the service yesterday, we, you know, I, I reiterated, when we get when we get done with our time together on Sunday mornings, we don't say you're dismissed. We say you're sent out because we are sent out to reflect the light of Christ into mm-hmm. the world around us. Yeah. Um, for for the for the sake of showing people the truth of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. I think you said it that you the last time you led, I wasn't here. I was in Argentina, mm-hmm. and you led Lord's Supper and you stated then that by taking the Lord's Supper we are identifying with Christ and yeah. at the very same time saying to the world that's right making a big statement we're making a big statement mm-hmm. I tried to say that yesterday and it's that this is a very important and significant moment right because by taking the Lord's Supper 
you are warring against what Jesus is warring against. Yeah. You know, this darkness, you're shining a light into it mm-hmm. by taking the Lord's Supper. Yeah. It's not just a cup of juice and a little cracker. Right. It is spiritually significant, and you are, like, putting on the mantle of, I'm following Christ here. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. Yeah, which is not something to be taken lightly, which is why Scripture is so clear about the manner in which we're supposed to take right. communion, that... Hey, this is a big deal we're doing here. It's not just something that we do at the first of every month, mm-hmm. just so that we can say we did. We're, we're making a statement against the powers of darkness mm-hmm. that we are identifying with the light, which is a beautiful thing. And then we get to carry that light out into the world, mm-hmm. which is how cool is that, that God lets us do that, lets us be a part of what he's doing. Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah. That's why he doesn't just... Uh, when we get saved, just take us on to glory. Right. We don't just get beamed We're up. here <laughs> to reflect what we've received. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's and we got to do that. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. We get to do that, too. We got to do that, and we get to do that. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. an honor and a privilege that absolutely. we get to be a part of that. It's not just this the treasury of, oh, well, let me go live for Jesus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's an important thing we get to do. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. What is a way that we could help encourage you and equip you better to go and shine the light of Christ out into the world? Um, it is what we are called to do as followers of Christ. So how can we help you do that better? We would love to know. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life or you can comment right on this YouTube video or just give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about it and then uh, maybe we could share what we talk about with you with everyone else here on the podcast. Um, Next week, we're jumping into a new series uh, for a few weeks. Uh, we, we talked about a new emphasis, that, or a, really a renewed emphasis, yeah. not necessarily a brand new, but a renewed emphasis here at Lafayette First. And so we hope that you'll join us next week when we um, dig into that. We're going to talk about how we glow, which mm-hmm. fits perfectly coming yeah. out of this. How light do we glow? in the dark world. That's right. Think, how yeah. do we glow our light into the dark world? Mm-hmm. Um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll continue to join us as we go down the path. Thank you.